0: Hello, Canada, and welcome to another Canadian Common Sense Rant. This is Canadian Common Sense with Louis and Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here. Today's date is June 10th, 2020. If you've not yet heard our full show from Monday night, I suggest you give it a listen. After you've heard my my rant, now that is. And I'm actually in a bubbling, very good mood today. It was... Actually, it should be a point of personal privilege here. It should be a surprise because I was actually prepared to unleash fire and brimstone in this rant an hour ago. And luckily, I saw some great events occur that just made my day. So let's get right into it. Whatever could have made Tony such a happy guy on a Wednesday afternoon? Well, let me tell you. I am another point of personal privilege. I got to get my first workout in three months at my gym. I was never so happy to see that place in my life. I had a very good run and it was fantastic. I'm not as horribly out of shape as I thought. So I guess walking through the neighborhood has helped, but of course there's always more work to do. So happy to be there. While I was there, I was watching, watching TV and thankfully CTV News World was one of the channels on and I got to see the proceedings from the House of Commons today. And that, my friends, is what has me so bubbly right now. I'm pretty much levitating out of my chair. I'm so happy. There still will be a little bit of fire and brimstone in this rant, but that's going to come at the end. Right now, I'm just so pumped up. What does that, how does that, that old chant go? What? does democracy look like? This is what democracy looks like. So in the House of Commons today, the COVID-19 committee got to have their very brief little session to talk about more ways to spend money that Canadians don't have and won't have earned for many decades to come. And Justin Trudeau, probably assuming he was going to have support from somewhere, had already hinted he was going to try to extend the Canadian or Canada Emergency Response Benefit, the CERB, which uh gives any Canadian who applies for it two thousand dollars a month. And he was going he was hoping to extend that CERB until September. And I'll talk a bit more about the CERB later, but what's most important was that Mr. Trudeau said, yep, yeah, we want to extend the CERB until September. And the opposition got together and said denied and all I could say to myself was the system worked the system worked <laughs> the, the system worked once in how many months but the system actually worked <laughs> oh it was amazing it, it was beautiful It would have brought tears to my eyes except I was running and that was probably just sweat from my forehead so it wasn't actually tears but boy I was I was overjoyed enough that it it, it could have been tears in my eyes and Andrew Shear, of course as I've said many times he is so good in the House of Commons and there he was again and he always says the right things in the house so why can't he take that outside of the house into a news conference once in a while. But anyway, he, uh, yep, he said the right things. And Jagmeet Singh had a problem with with extending the SERB And obviously, uh, Monsieur Blanchette also did. Although I'm really not interested in giving East Francois Blanchette a lot of airtime on this show. So I'll probably deal more with the three parties that actually represent the whole country. And that means I won't really worry about what. Liz the Looney had to say either. Uh, although I will get to her in a little while too. <clears throat> Maybe not in this rant, but anyway. So Justin Trudeau wanted to extend the CERB until September. And I'll think back to the show Lewis and I did on Monday. And Lewis said he has it on pretty good authority. I mean, and the rumors were already swirling that Justin Trudeau would like to see a fall election. And, We went into some reasons why that would be on Monday's show, so please tune in if you have not yet, I humbly ask. So if the CERB was extended until September, well, wouldn't that be convenient that Canadians were still being handed a bunch of free money right as an election was being called and I wonder if Mr. Trudeau would campaign on, well, we're going to extend that free money because Canadians still need help and Canadians are going to need help. And again, we discussed that on Monday because there's going to be a lot of Canadians that are very broke by the time this fall comes around. But the CERB is not the answer. A guaranteed universal income or universal basic income is definitely not the answer. And that is I think, where Mr. Trudeau wanted to go with the CERB. I'm willing to bet had he been allowed to extend the CERB until September, he would have been campaigning on that saying, well, we're going to convert that into a universal basic income. So those of you who have been sitting on your duffs for six months, not working but collecting $2,000 a month that you don't really have to account for or even pretend you're trying to find a job, yeah, keep it up. Keep it up. And we'll let those other dummies who want to keep working pay for you but denied because the opposition said no. And that is the beauty of a minority government is that opposition, when they actually have the cojones to do so, have the power to shut down government. And they did. And they did when it actually was necessary. So, thank you for spending a little bit less of our money. Although we're still spending a lot more than we have, but Thank you to the opposition for doing your jobs. And, you know, it's so sad that I have to get so excited that the opposition just did their job because they should be in there doing their jobs, well, daily. And instead, they've the only job they can do is with this COVID-19 committee. And at least they did it. They did the job. So good job. Good job, and how else did the opposition do their job? Well, this isn't really something that would cost a lot more money, but Mr. Trudeau also suggested, and I have no idea where this came from, but he suggested it was time to that to threaten people who were fraudulently collecting Serb money and Remember before was it uh wasn't even a month ago when he was saying that well we know there's going to be some fraud, but you know, we'll worry about that later and we, we're it was more important just to get the money to Canadians. Well the Serb money, yes. The money for seniors <laughs> Oh next month, yeah. Really. Um money for the oil and gas sector? <laughs> uh yeah, right. But yep, the Serb did get out. Anyway, those who fraudulently collected the CERB, uh, the threat is that there are going to be heavy fines to the tune of twice the amount of money that was fraudulently received and even the possibility of jail time for those who are convicted of fraud of defrauding the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. And you know what? I actually would have applauded such a measure, I mean, that even seems a little harsh, even by my standards. You know, the law and order guy that I am, but I actually would have applauded Mr. Trudeau for actually being willing to take some action on that front, at least. I, uh, like I say, I don't know exactly where that came from, but bravo, I guess. However, that also was denied, and Mr. Singh again with his, you know, five minutes to question now instead of thirty seconds. He actually said that he had a problem with this, that uh, it was draconian and he felt that there were already mechanisms within the tax code to take care of such things. And I would agree with him that that's true. I would also add, though, that measures that we do have in the, within the taxation system in the CRA probably aren't really strong enough to provide the disincentive necessary to prevent this kind of fraud, but mean, you know, the wheels of justice in that way will move very slowly, but I suppose those who defrauded the fund will eventually have to pay back that money with interest if they don't pay it back right away. So I, I'm okay that that did not go through. I'm okay that I don't necessarily agree with Mr. Singh, but I'm okay that whether it was his leadership or Mr. Shears or whoever that put a stop to that, no problem. Good work. All right, so I did say there was going to be some fire and brimstone. Here's my fire and brimstone. Also today, I got a letter from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Now, two million plus Canadians got this same letter from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. So I didn't even open mine because a friend of mine shared with me what that letter says. It's not even a direct letter to anyone in particular. It's not addressed to me, it's not addressed to my friend. What it is really is a flyer, just to say that there are some firearms that are now becoming prohibited. And if you wanna check and see which firearms those are, or if maybe your firearms are now prohibited, call this number or check this website and I thought you want me to call you so here's how this phone call might go and I'm paraphrasing this from an email I got from the Canadian Shooting Sports Association of which I'm a member full disclosure the uh the phone call would go something like I would phone up they would answer you know RCMP Firearms Center yeah hi um I'm just kind of curious if any of the guns I currently have are now prohibited. Oh, what's your name, sir? Blah, blah, blah. Well, what's your personal acquisition, uh, possession and acquisition license number? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. Well, now, uh, which firearms are are, are you concerned with? Oh, I have firearm X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. Oh, well, uh, yes, yes, these ones are certainly on that prohibited list. Is your address still such and such? Why, well, yes, it is. Great. We'll be right there to take those. And I could see that being the phone call. So therefore, I did not open this letter. And instead, like many Canadians are doing in protest, I just simply wrote return to sender on the envelope and I will be sending it back unopened back to the RCMP. If I have firearms that are unregistered and I'm not saying that I do, none of their business that's why they're not registered if i have firearms that are registered then they already know i have them so there is no need for me to be concerned with a letter that tells me some firearms are now banned but not which firearms are now banned prohibited so sorry guys i'm not making it easy for you all right anyway canada that's all i have for right now so uh I'm really happy to be able to share that sunshine with you that our system actually worked. And I just got to say, it's, it's actually relieving to know that the system worked. Have a great day, Canada. Tony